Please be seated. <clears throat> the Lord's Prayer appears twice in the Bible, once here in Matthew, um, as Jesus is trying to tell those who are following him, do not um, go into long, empty phrases, which can be ostentatious. Pray this way. So Jesus, the teacher, was at work with his disciples. The other time it appears, of course, is in Luke's gospel, when we think Jesus was praying alone and the disciples said, what are you doing and praying? Teach us to pray. He must have thrown up his hands and said, my God, what have I been doing? All this time we've been together, I've been teaching you to pray. But Jesus offers the prayer that we have come to know as the Lord's Prayer. I never, or that's not quite true, often when I encounter the Lord's Prayer in the liturgy or in my own private life, I think of a time 40 years ago when I didn't wear these things, um, when I was newly ordained and I was um, at Trinity Church Asheville as a curate. And uh, the rector, who was from Australia, had gone home to visit family who were sick. So I was newly minted as a priest, probably just a deacon at the time. And so I was leading morning prayer. It was the days when you would do morning prayer every other Sunday at the main service. So I was somewhat nervous and omitted the Lord's Prayer unknowingly. At the end of the service, as I was greeting people who were coming out, this great matriarch, one of several in the parish, came up to me, sort of like a great ship coming into harbor, and she said, Barney, my son, you forgot the Lord's Prayer. We always say the Lord's Prayer at Trinity. Well, just behind her was the rector emeritus, Jack Tootin. He had been there 39 years and was now in the pew and was actually a model citizen as a former rector. And I think he saw that I was sort of stunned and not saying anything. And he sort of pushed his way up and he said, you know, Barney, I loved the service. I've sort of grown weary of hearing the Lord's Prayer. Well, from that day on, uh, he was Saint Jack to me. But he was really not weary of the Lord's Prayer, of course. What he was weary of was um, self-conscious, pious parishioners. And uh, he couldn't resist stepping in and, in a sense, um, being an interpreter, a teacher himself. All of us say over and over again the Lord's Prayer. It is part of the rhythm of our life. Perhaps they are words we cannot live without. Many words we can live without, these we can't. I often think of the Lord's Prayer as something that is internalized totally in my being. It was Robert Frost in a very long and difficult poem, who once wrote, our very life depends on everything recurring 
till the answer we hear within. The thousandth time may prove the charm. Everything recurring until or till we answer from within. The thousandth time may prove the charm. That's what we are doing as we say the Lord's Prayer, hoping that the thousandth time we say it, we really will know what it means to say our Father. Until we've heard it from within, not just words which are external. So today we hear it once again, and we will hear it within. And with the disciples long ago, we too will say once again, Lord, teach us to pray. Amen.